All right. Anyone else feeling like there's a lot of weight on your shoulders right now? We've got a really crazy week ahead in my household. And part of what I'm sharing today is the tips and tricks that I have for prepping for a crazy week, how we can hold ourselves together, give ourselves some kindness and compassion, and do some simple tasks to just help guarantee that we make it through the tough seasons, especially when you're busy with work and personal life and it feels like the priorities are conflicting. How do we get through that? Stay tuned. Welcome to Embracing Human, a podcast to remind you that you are not broken and in need of fixing, but simply human. Hang on, beautifully human. And as a human, you probably face challenges and obstacles. Am I right? I'm your host, Taryn Rain, founder of The Remote Yogi, and my intention for this podcast is to give you the tools to feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Together, we'll explore what it is to embrace human. Let's do this. Hello, lovelies. I am prepping for a very crazy week ahead. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today for the episode is understanding when you know life is going to be a bit crazy, like when you can prepare for an exceptionally busy week or knowing that there's going to be some conflict or some extra things that need your attention and how to prep for that in a way that is validating to your experience and validating of your emotions and is also like prepping you to succeed. So that's kind of what I want to dive into today. But before we jump into that topic, just sharing, of course, humanness today, I am feeling very on edge right now. I am been acknowledging my anxiety for the last few days or so. And Part of that helps. Just I'm admitting to my friends out loud. I'm admitting to my sister. I'm feeling exceptionally anxious right now. Um, I just feel like there's a lot that could go wrong in the next few weeks as far as me finally leaving the U.S. again and getting back to Asia. I'm very excited. However, there's a lot of little pieces that need to work correctly. Number one of those being that I don't get COVID at any point between now and the end of my quarantine in Indonesia. So I'm just starting to feel that anxiety of kind of going back into this like lockdown energy and any slight tickle of my throat has me feeling a bit overwhelmed. I tested yesterday. Like I just feel like I'm constantly like nervous and testing and um yeah, it's just got me feeling a bit freaked out because, um, you know, if I if somebody in my household does get the virus, because of the way testing works and, and different things, I'd probably be staying in the U.S. for like an extra four to six weeks after um, it goes around the house. So I'm just... I'm very much ready to leave and get back on the road and get back in my own space. I love, love, love staying with family, but my businesses are taking a hit and I'm like ready to like move on and then get back to like self-care and, and my time. And so, yeah, it just got me a bit on edge. And 
wanted to vulnerably share that today, that this round of the virus has me feeling like exceptionally vulnerable. Um, and it's hard because I'm really looking forward to Indonesia and I'm trying to not taint my energy at all. Um, and that's the one funny thing too I've always found about the law of attraction is, of course, we don't want to think about the negative things that we're calling in, but also telling yourself not to think about something like does not help you in any way. And so part of it is learning how to like relax when I notice I'm stressing out about Corona and travel and not fight the thoughts, but like really let them go and and focus more on like positive stories of a bunch of friends who have just been traveling and just got back to Indonesia and everything was fine and like focusing my energy there. But I have to admit out loud, like I'm feeling anxious and just by admitting it helps me to move through it. I'm also doing some things like um, creating a game plan in my head for for what it might look like um, if I am sticking around, how I can better take care of my self-care and my mental head space if I do need to stay in the U.S. And, you know, that's one of the things I love about helping women with anxiety is, is teaching them that we can sometimes go down the rabbit hole and that can be helpful to us as people with anxiety to think of all the worst case scenarios, all the possible things that could go wrong. That way we can also think up a game plan for if that should happen, how we would handle it. And so that can be a really healthy thing to do. That's what I'm kind of doing right now. Like, okay, worst case scenarios happen. How am I going to deal with it? Let me make a backup plan, a backup plan to my backup plan. And I don't give it a lot of energy because once that plan is there, like it's, it's done, it's released. Would it still suck? Absolutely. But at least I like can kind of calm my brain down. And when I start to spiral about the what ifs, I can focus on the fact that I've got this figured out. It's all good. So that also brings us back to like what is feeling so stressful about the week ahead. So one of the things that's been happening, staying in my sister's house and taking care of the baby as much as I can and taking care of the house as much as I can, my intention to coming was to really provide some extra support to my sister and her husband who have been pretty isolated most of COVID and had their first child um, in July of 2020. Like It's such a hard time for them because it's hard to get people up here to help. We've got families spread out all throughout the country. No one's close by. And I am lucky enough to have this nomadic lifestyle where I can come and I can help and I can lend a hand as needed. So that's actually what brought me back from Indonesia in 2020 was um, my nephew being born and coming all the way back. I, I used to tease my sister and tell her, you know, the only thing that would get me to come back to the U.S. during a pandemic and election season is a cute little nephew. So um, that's what kind of brought me back originally. And, and then I'm, I'm back now to provide them a lot of time. And so because of that, I have intentionally taken a step back from my business. If you notice, I haven't been posting as often. I haven't been doing many sales. Um, I've been like really hands off in my other agency, just really letting the team step up and run things because I've been so focused on family. And while that's an ima- a, like a magical thing, I'm also like very much getting behind with my clients and with my with my businesses. So I have to kind of get back on track. I'm also 
going to be quarantining the first week that I'm in Indonesia, you have to go to a selected um, hotel. I'm lucky that I picked an option to go quarantine on a private island and (laughs) stay at this like dive resort on a small island. So because I'm doing that, I'll be offline for another week, like fully offline, um, really just trying to do a week of self-care as I transition back to being in my own space which I'm so excited about. I'm like, I, that's probably the most exciting thing about me going is this week. And, you know, as much as I've traveled the last few years, and as much as I run my own businesses and I have t- teams of support, I haven't built them in the way until more recently that I could step out for a week and have no one need me. So it feels a bit a little nerve wracking, but I'm excited. I tell you all this. It's part of the story, I promise. I tell you all of this. Because part of what I'm going through in this coming week is the fact that it's going to be my last week of full work before I have the travel days to get to Indonesia and then I have my week off. So it's really like almost 10 days off work unless I can work between flights, which is kind of doubtful. So I have a lot to do. I have a lot to prep my team on. I have a lot to get ready for me to take that time off, get a bunch of things in place and really set up everyone to succeed so that they don't have to contact me when I'm off. And my sister has been feeling behind on work too. She works a very high-stress job. Uh, My sister and my brother-in-law both work very high-stress jobs. And between the snow here and and some travel, they've had to be keeping their son at home because the daycare is closed for snow and and different things. And uh, Friday, I was trying to get some work done and my sister got a call that there was a COVID exposure at my nephew's daycare and that he would need to stay home um, until Thursday of this coming week. So y'all who work at home with toddlers, I I don't, I don't know how you do it. I, it, it feels so impossible. There's three adults in the house right now, and we've already had him home for work days before, and it just feels so impossible. He's very loud. He's probably one of the most active toddlers I've, I've been around, and I've been around a lot in my years of nannying. And yeah, this kid is just loud and rambunctious, and it's very easy to get distracted by him. So finding out he was going to be home when me and my sister really need to get caught up on work, felt very stressful. I think we both cried on Friday. I Actually, I know we both cried a bit on Friday, finding out that that was going to be <laughs> the situation. Um, and we just both felt so stressed and overwhelmed. Um, also, leading up into the week ahead, um, her husband had already planned a ski trip this weekend, So he was already gone when we found out um, about this. So we also had the kid to ourselves all weekend. So it was just it was just a lot. And so we just cried. Me and my sister (laughs) cried and then tried to work the rest of the day. And we just found ourselves staring at our computers, feeling really stressed out, feeling overwhelmed. And one of the biggest things I tell my clients and my team, actually, is when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed out and you're just staring at your computer, trying to pull it together and it's not happening It's like better to just step away for a bit, like just take a break, walk it off, shake it off, dance it off. That's the things I normally do. But it was Friday and it was already three o'clock. And so my sister walked in on me working and said, 
uh, screw it. We're just going to a bar. Actually, she said, fuck it. I'll be honest. She said, fuck it. We're going to a bar. Let's go, like, have one drink and just, like, chill. So we went to this um, nice bar that's, like, outdoors on the water um, and just had one drink to, like, chill. And one of the things that we did when we were there is one of the things that, like, really is helping us to set up for the week ahead. And what I wanted to kind of share today is how do we set up for these kinds of weeks when we know things are going to be a bit crazy, when we know it's not going to be according to plan and our other plans got derailed and like, how do we handle this, right? How do we make sure that we're getting through with enough like mental capacity and self-compassion and all of the things that we need to like, you know, get through. All right, just wanted to take a quick pause here to remind you of some of the easy and free ways that you can continue to support this podcast. So if you like what you're hearing and you want more of it, make sure that you are sharing this with your friends, helping us to grow our community. And also, if you're listening in on iTunes, if you could leave a review, it takes one minute and it just helps us out so much to be able to continue growing this podcast reaching new people and sharing the message that it's totally okay to embrace human. In fact, it's awesome to embrace human. Thanks again. So I'm going to give you some tips for that. One of the things that I did with my sister was just like acknowledge and validate that this really sucks. You know, there's something to be said for having a positive attitude But there's also the importance of validating your emotions, always validating the experience that you're having. So to tell yourself like, oh, it's going to be it's going to be perfect. I love having a a two year old screaming during my coaching calls. It's so much fun. I love it. Like, no, of course not. (laughs) That's not ideal. And so acknowledging, okay, this is going to probably suck. Um, Actually, I know it's going to suck. It's just not fun. He's teething. He's like learning willpower for the first time. So he's screaming about everything. It's like a new thing of his that's not fun. Uh, It's going to suck. Okay. And so leaning into that, just accepting it and saying it's okay. It's okay to feel like this. It's okay to feel frustrated, especially for my sister, because there's a bit of guilt that comes with that of like being upset that my kid's going to be home. And so she feels a bit guilty that that's the first reaction, but that's a valid reaction. So part of it was like, okay, let's just go and vent to each other and have this open, safe space to to share our feelings and what's going on and how annoyed we are and get it on the table. And then what we are able to do is like, okay, let's let's call in some wisdom for next week. So as tradition goes for me at the bar or the coffee shop, I'm like pulling out tarot decks pulling out Oracle decks. We're sitting there um, pulling some cards and I was just asking for guidance on the week ahead. You know, please give us some intuitive hits on how we're going to get through this, how we can prep ourselves, how we can prepare so we get through this week. And, um, you know, sometimes when I pull cards like that, they give really clear advice, things like, um, I oftentimes in a week like that will get cards that are telling me I'm like ultra sensitive right now and it's going to be important for me to like completely tune out of any negative news and um, any kind of like harsh chemicals or harsh foods. I'll get things like that. Other times I'll get cards um, that are are trying to encourage more rest. Other cards are trying to encourage harder work. So it's usually pretty direct. This, this card pool was um, amusingly 
direct in the fact that the cards literally said from multiple decks, um, it's going to suck, but you always get through all the tough times. So whatever you're going through right now, it's going to be hard and and you're going to get through it. And of course, that's always true, but sometimes we just need to remind ourselves of that. Like things have been hard before and we've gotten through it. We've had the kid home before and we've gotten through it. Has it sucked? Yes, but we will get through it. We'll be better for it and it's okay. And so that's part of it. Like giving yourself some, whether you want to pull some cards, whether you want to vent to a friend or just have like a pep talk for yourself. That's what tarot is for me normally. It's like a pep talk to get me in the right direction, to get my mind moving towards something that's a bit more helpful to me than just ruminating on my thoughts, right? that's what we did. And then this weekend, of course, we had the kid at home. Um, He's not allowed to go out to parks and run his energy because he's had this exposure. So we need to make sure that he's like fully quarantining. And yeah, so we were running him. And and anytime he was down for naps, anytime he was um, put in bed for the night, we were doing one of two things. And we were doing a really good combination. I'm like proud of us for this because I think it's really hard to, to find balance. We knew that coming into the week ahead, we would need two things. One, We would need some projects finished around the house, so things felt less cluttered, things felt really easy. One of the things that we were mid-project on last week was my sister's redoing her office. So of course, for her to have a really productive week, we just knew this weekend, we've got to get that office done no matter what it takes so she can be most productive on Monday. And the other thing was rest, right? So we're finding that balance of how can we finish these projects and how can we find moments of rest? So we would do some rest. We would get up and and um, do some office work. We would do some resting. I'd get up and scrub the floors. You know, it was a it was a good combo. We also, because of that, gave ourselves permission to take it as easy as possible. And this is something I talk to my clients about all the time. Uh, especially, I've got a bunch of clients and friends who are in the tax industry, and you know they're hitting busy season right now for the next few months. And I always ask them, "How can you make life easier?" And they forget to give themselves these really practical, easy tips. So I always want to remind people of that when you know you're having a tough week or a tough month or a tough season ahead, make your life easier by doing things like. I'm going to order in. I'm going to maybe order in a bunch of food or I'm going to order some meal preps or um, I'm going to do something like make a giant pot of chili on Sunday and eat that for lunch all week and just not care because I need to make sure that my life is easy in this next week. So that's one thing we did this weekend. We said, okay, things are going to be hard. We're ordering in all weekend. We're going to make it easy. Um, The other thing that we were doing this weekend to make our lives easier is not allowing ourselves to feel guilty for you know, doing more restful play some of the time with my nephew instead of um, learning things and being super engaged. And, you know, some of the weekend we were learning gymnastic skills and tumbling around to wear out his energy. But there were also a lot of times where we just turned on TV or a movie, which is not a normal thing for her to do with her toddler. And we just let him enjoy the TV, even though, you know, you want to feel like a bad parent because you should be doing something with him. You should be more active. And we just said, nope, we're going to let it be okay that we just eat snacks all day Saturday. I don't think we changed out of our pajamas, any of us, all day Saturday. Um, and we watched a lot of TV in the background to like keep him a bit more calm. And that's okay. So just letting that guilt of not doing all the things, rest, prepping for the week as easy as you can, prepping for that season, 
making snacks ahead of time, ordering things that are going to be easy to make, easy to eat. That's the first thing that goes out the window for me when I'm stressed or busy. I forget to eat. So making sure it's super accessible for me to have access to food. Um, but also part of it is is really prepping for the week ahead as far as looking at our tasks, looking at our calendars. Um, you know, we're a house of, of three adults right now and one toddler. So we all got to sit down and like look at our calendars and see where maybe we can take shifts, um, see where like we are got a non-negotiable of needing time at the computer because we've got meetings. Um, and then a lot of it too was really sitting down at my list of things I wanted to get done, especially before I go on this vacation. And understanding that while all of them feel important, they can't all be a priority. So a lot of what I needed to do is sit with each individual task and rank them kind of to see which ones, okay, these ones I absolutely need to get done this week. These are really important. These are client reports. These are things that need to go out to make sure we get paid. You know, things like that. I need to pay my team. Those things are important. And then the other things I would really like to get done, you know, they come second. And then the other things... And so while I don't always time block, while I don't always try to like fit things in my schedule, this week it's really important that I do that because every moment matters when I'm going to be watching the kid, when I'm going to be on calls, when I'm going to be doing this, and I have a lot to get done. So being able to look at my list for the week is something that we're doing today, Sunday, just prepping for the week. Where am I going to fit in these tasks and put them on my calendar? Where am I going to where am I going to fit in some like free time? Because I just know there's going to be other things that come up. Where am I going to take over a cooking dinner for the night? So I need to make sure I'm off on time. Like, how can I prep for all of these things so we can all succeed for the week? Um, so that's it too. It's part of it is like prepping, giving yourself just a bit of time to really look at everything and giving yourself permission to say, if I don't get everything done, it will not be the end of the world. And here are the ones that I can like live without completing. Everything's going to be fine. Um, yeah, and and I think at the end of the day, giving yourself that permission to do the best you can, but know that it might not be your normal best or, you know, the best of the best. It might just be you floating by the week doing as much as you can and not being perfect and not showing up exactly how you would like to. And that gets to be okay. You know, Brittany... Brown, um, no, 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 Glennon Doyle put out a quote on Instagram this past week that was really just talking about this energy of we should be able to keep up and do the same things that we've always been doing and not accounting for how much this pandemic and this season is really fucking with us and just accepting that I'm not going to be able to do the things that I normally do. I'm not going to be able to keep up with all the demands that I used to be able to keep up with. My mental exhaustion is high. My nervous system has been on overdrive and that gets to be okay. And so that's it. Just allowing yourself to prep for the week, prep for the season as easily as you can, but with so much grace, so much validation um, and making sure that you're fed and sleeping. (laughs) That's it. Make sure you have tons of time for sleep. You've got to, like, make sure you're getting, like, seven to eight hours. Please, please, please. You're not going to be able to use your brain as effectively if you're not sleeping. And make sure you're eating. Please. Would love to hear 
if this episode was helpful for you. I'm also really curious what you guys would love to hear me talk about right now. We're in this season where I feel so many of us are going through similar experiences and we don't really know how to talk about them. We don't know how to share what's going on in our mental space. So if there's something that you are struggling with, reach out to me. I would love to, to give you some insight on what I've been hearing with my friends and what we've been talking about in my coaching containers and just be able to offer some extra guidance right now. You can email me at taryn at theremoteyogi.com. You can find that in the show notes. My name is taryn, T-A-R-Y-N, at theremoteyogi.com, or find me on Instagram at theremoteyogi, and let's chat. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Embracing Human Podcast. Just a podcast to remind you that it is cool to be human. You're not broken. And I would love to be able to share one of your stories. Being able to relate to other people's stories, whether it's a moment of triumph or something embarrassing or just one of those human moments, please share a story with me so I can get other people to feel like they're not alone in this world. My email is in the podcast notes, taryn at theremoteyogi.com. And tune back in every Tuesday around 7 a.m. Eastern time where I'll be dropping new episodes each week depending on how human I am. To find more resources on embracing a badass human life, check out theremoteyogi.blog. You can find me on any social media at theremoteyogi for lots of fun yoga, free meditations, and more topics like this that I'm sharing every day. Make sure to follow me and send me a hello on any social media platform. We'll see you guys or chat with you guys next week.